to the Prophecy Club, and so I'm going to title this program, What Happened to the EAS? What Happened to the Emergency Alert System? Well, surprisingly, it did happen. <laughs> it, it did happen. I've got several emails from people saying, yep, it came on in my area. Okay, so wait a minute. What are we talking about? Well, the Emergency Alert System, according to the Internet, is a national public warning system that requires requires radio and TV broadcasters, cable TV, wireless cable systems, satellite, and wireline operators to provide the president with the capability to address the American people within 10 minutes during a national broadcast emergency. And he can broadcast on cable, all satellite operators, all the standards of this important public service are all supposed to close down. Now, it used to be that the emergency broadcast system several years ago, they were like 20 years ago, went in and actually interrupted all of the radio and TV and all of the communications. They actually made them install, which, by the way, they had to complain about it because I had several radio stations tell me, yeah, well, you had to spend $10,000 for this little thing to put in the middle of our broadcast. So the station operators had nothing to say about it. And it was out of their control. And the emergency broadcast system could simply interrupt the radio, the TV, or whatever. Now, somewhere along the line, they switched that from the emergency broadcast system to now the emergency alert system. And, of course, the devil is in the details. So, apparently, uh, they don't exactly have total control. And that's probably why they had to do a test to find out who is flipping over so that they can talk to the people and who is not. So let me read one of the emails I got from Earl. He's one of our good researchers out there, listens to every program. So hello, Earl. Thank you for your help. <laughs> so the EAS, the Emergency Alert System, did happen. His email says, The scheduled EAS at 1330 today, August 11th, 2021, did arrive on AM radio but not on my, quote, flip phone, and not on TV that I received from Cox Cable or for ABC. On the AM radio, the program of progress was cut off and the tones were played that introduced the incoming message. Then the audio went silent. After a period of time, the exit tones were then played and the normal programming resumed. Standing by to hear the official explanation, Earl. Well, Earl, <laughs> I don't know that we've been given any official explanation. As a matter of fact, I did a search on the Internet this morning for EAS reschedule, and there were none. So actually, it did go out. Now, yesterday, when it turned 1 o'clock here in the central uh, time zone, I was eagerly listening to Fox News satellite at the time I was out in the car, and I was eagerly awaiting to hear it interrupt, and it did not interrupt. And apparently, it didn't interrupt in most places because I've received also several emails saying, Hey, what happened to that? <laughs> what happened to that EAS you talked about? Well, I think it's saying that America is in a whole lot more trouble than what we really think no one understands. In other words, when they can't speak to the people when they need to, in a literal emergency. I mean, if 
nuclear bombs were flying or if there was some national emergency, they don't really have a way set up to actually reach the people. In other words, it's not in place. And I think that was the whole point. Now, let me make another point. I have been glued to my monitor listening to frankspeech.com. If you have not gone there, I'm going to assume they're going to have it where you can go back and listen to all of this. But this uh, Mike Lindell of Pillow, in my opinion, is a hero. He is a hero because probably more than anyone else, he is fighting for righteousness and for justice and for the turning around of our nation. And I do not make any money off of what I'm about to say. I am, I'm very resistant. I have a lot of sales resistance because I used to be in sales. I used to be a door-to-door salesman. I used to be a sales course instructor. So either I want to buy and I will buy, but you can't say anything to make me buy. I'm extremely sales resistant. I do not watch commercials. Uh, probably, I don't even think I've watched all the way through a MyPillow commercial. I generally don't listen to the radio because as soon as a commercial comes on, my wife will tell you I turned off. I absolutely will not listen to any kind of, of a commercial. Now, I say that saying it is very, <laughs> it is it is still very important that you listen to my promos at the end of our program. So, yeah, that's kind of a uh, not do as I do, but do as I say, right? Yeah, I, I understand. I know. I know. But hopefully you'll continue to listen to those. Those are important. But anyway, now I say all that to say this. I've been very resistant, and up to this point, I have never sent a dime to MyPillow.com. And I have fast-forwarded through thousands <laughs> of MyPillow commercials as I watch Fox News. But because of what Mike Lindell is doing right now, I decided, Stan, it's uh, about time you take a look at your bed and see if there's something on your bed that needs to be replaced, because I think you need to help Mike Lindell. So I went to my... <laughs> this, is, this is not the uh, way I intended for this program to come out. So I went to my pillow, and I decided, okay, well, actually, I do need a new hug pillow. Actually, I probably could use a new comforter. Our comforter no longer keeps me warm at night. Uh, so I got a couple of things. And I say that because if it weren't for Mike Lindell, most all of this cheating would be simply swept under the rug. I don't know of anybody else that has picked up the ball and ran with it when America really fumbled. We really fumbled. But he picked up the ball and he has run with it and he is running hard and fast towards the goal line. And so I think, I thought to myself, Stan, it's about time you support this brother. He didn't have a way, at least not that I know, probably he does. Okay, and I don't need you to send me the link, but uh, I I placed a pretty sizable order yesterday with MyPillow.com. And so I'm going to get some new pillowcases and (laughs) things like that. Yeah, it's pretty worn out, you know. So we live on fumes around here. So I, I could I could find something that I needed to order from him. Now, the point, the point is, 
as I listen to this frankspeech.com, as I listen to all these guests that Mike has on, I am appalled. I'm, I'm very glad that he's got some real experts on there, people that are really genuine Christians that are genuinely looking for the truth, and you can see that easily and readily as they're talking. And so I recommend, probably on frankspeech.com, you'll be able to go back and listen to this. Surely he'll put it up so you can listen to it again. But I, I'm as I listen to it, and I just was talking to one of my buddies, my plumber buddy out of Lubbock, <laughs> and our friends will call and talk a lot. And I said, I'm really scared. I'm really scared for my nation. And I said, I'm trying not to get emotional here, but I've done everything I know to do to try to save this nation. For 32 years, I have carried Dimitri's message. Churches won't have me in. People don't like me. They think I'm a crazy or a wacko. And I've been attacked from every direction you can possibly imagine, even personally. Sometimes people don't even like to come be around us because of Demetrius' message. But I don't care. I continue to carry it. I've done everything I can possibly do to try to save this nation, which, by the way, is why I continue to have these solemn September assemblies and I'm trying to get people to fast and pray. I'm trying to get them to do the things that we need to do to fulfill Second Chronicles 7.14. Turn from our wicked ways, then we'll hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. I want to see the good times arrive. I want to see God say, okay, you did the massive arrest. You did a whole lot of house cleaning here. Tell you what, I'm going to give you some more time. I doubt he'll tell us how many more years because it's always up to us. And that's another reason why I encourage you to go to watchmanstrumpet.com. If you believe in Dimitri, most people don't. I don't have to tell you that. Most people don't. They won't hear it. The window shade will fall, and they will walk away, and they will just end the conversation and their friendship with you. You start talking about that stuff. So if you believe it, the Solemn September Assembly needs you. And I believe if you will put out the time, money, energy, whatever it takes to get there, I believe God is going to bless you. I think he's not just going to send enough money to get you there, but I think he's going to return it many times over. And I think he's also going to bless you spiritually. I think that there will be a time when you will be accounted one of those people like the angel told Dimitri, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a little emotional here. Like when the angel told Dimitri that the time would come that he's going to speak to his people then as he did Dimitri way back when. In other words, there's going to be a time when we're going to walk in those sevenfold miracles. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're, there's going to be a time, my brothers and sisters, that we're going to have dreams and visions far more than we do now angel visits, audible voices. And whatever God decides to do, I want to be right in the middle of it. And if I had a job, I do have a job doing this right here, but but if I had you know a normal job, if I was a normal Christian, not called into the ministry like myself, I would still say, Lord, do you want me to go to that? And then I would listen real carefully, and I would ask, 
continually. As often as it comes to mind over several days, I would really seek his face. Do you want me to go to that solemn September assembly? Because if he says yes, oh, here, let me, let me give you an example. So we met Ron Wyatt about 1989, I think it was. And we asked him to come and speak at the Full Gospel Businessmen in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. This is long before I ever thought about being in the ministry. And he came in and spoke, and uh, we asked him to stay in our home. No, no, he wants to stay at a hotel. And I said, please, we want you to stay at our home. We want that anointing, <laughs> that anointing to come into our home. So he came and stayed in our home. He spoke at Full Gospel Businessman, very powerful, very important. Now, he, this is the guy that discovered the Ark of the Covenant, Noah's Ark, the crossing side of the Red Sea, and many, many amazing things. So, yeah, three months later, we get this letter. And it says, hey, I'm getting up a tour to go and actually show you these sites. It costs like, I forget the amount, like $1,200. But back in 1989, $1,200 was like $3,500 today. And I looked at it and I, I said out loud, I said, I'm going. So I walked into the bathroom. My wife was putting on the makeup and I put down the papers in front of her and I said, I'm going. She took <laughs> She she took one glance at the papers. She probably didn't even read the first line past the headline. And she says, I'm going too. And I said, well, I don't even think we have the money, the money right now for me to go, much less for you to go. She says, I'm going. Would you believe within two weeks, God arranged for me to get a really big sale and the money from that sale not only filled in all of the blanks and all of our personal bills. It also filled in the blanks for the sales that I would have made in those two weeks that I was gone. It, In other words, God totally sent the money. And I've often thought, I've often thought, okay, so what if I'd said, God, if you'll send the money, I'll go. I don't know if he would have. I've always wondered that. I don't know if he would have. But I think it's because I said, I'm going. And I, and I walked in and Leslie just, I mean, Five seconds. She didn't. She just read the headline. She said, I'm going too. And God sent the money. I think it's because we said, I'm going first. We put his kingdom first. Then he sent the money. I think it's that way a lot in, in giving, for example. Um, and I can't tell you the story because then I would lose my blessing. But there was a need someplace. And it was a large need, and it was going to hurt our checkbook to give. And I said, I don't care. I said, I, I don't care. And I wrote the check, and I gave. Would you believe that, and I actually, three or four, as I'm trying to tell the story, three or four other examples pop into my mind where other times I have given because that that's how you break the back of poverty is by giving. And so I gave. And would you believe that less than an hour later, someone rang my doorbell and handed me a check for exactly the same amount. And the check that I had written already had a stamp on it. It was out in our mailbox that I didn't think I was going to be able to cover. 
and all of a sudden somebody rang my doorbell and handed me a check for the exact same amount to cover that check. I believe that's the way God works. So when it comes down to <clears throat> this solemn assembly, if we'll just say, Lord, I'm going, I'm going, my country needs me. My country needs me. My brothers and sisters need me. I believe in Demetrius' message. I believe in these other warnings that I'm hearing from you. I know they're from you. And I know that if I don't go there and pray, and yes, we're going to live stream it, but it's not the same. If I don't go there and pray, blow my shofar, lock my arms with my brothers and sisters, if I don't fall to my knees, if I don't pour out my heart, if I don't pour out my heart, I might not have a country. My country needs me. I am going, and I ask you to send the money. Then I believe he will. He will send the money. We can't always say if to God. We can't always say if. God, if you'll do this, then I'll do this. Sometimes we just have to step out and say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it whether you provide or not. Believing him, he will. He will provide. I mean, I can. we, we got a, a pretty sizable donation just today. And just, see, I can't talk about this. I can't tell you our giving. I can't. I can't tell you our giving. But just... Just yesterday and just even here in the last week, I helped some people in some really big need. They were really hurting. And would you believe the check just arrived today to cover it? Just out of the blue. Just out of the blue. I called. I felt like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I didn't intend to talk in all this, but the Lord spoke to my heart that this one person was in a real jam. And uh, there's so many other examples keep popping in my head. It's hard for me to keep my thoughts. But one one at a time here, Stan, one at a time. So I called him. No, no, actually, excuse me, I texted him. And I said, I'm impressed to send you so much. And he texted back. And it, I, I, in his text, I could see he was crying. He was crying. So I said, how do I send it? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do this? He said, you know, tell me how you want to send it. And so I wrote out the check. Two days later, the Lord spoke to my heart again and said, send him this. And it was three times the amount. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> the first amount was not easy to send. What? But I, I don't care. I've, I, I believe God. I know God. And a lot of this stuff is just tests. So I wrote out the check, laid it over in the little cubby hole by the, the back door where we go out to get in the car. And, and I said, Leslie, I said, uh, go make a deposit in that same account with this amount here. She said, you just sent him some. I said, yes. And then she looked at the check. She, she said to me, what? <laughs> I said, it's okay. Deposit it. And God sent the money to cover it. Now, I'm not suggesting that you write hot checks. 
these were not hot checks. They would have cleared, but they also would have put us pretty tight. And that's the way it has to be with God. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying this to try to get you to send more donations to us or to even come to the Solemn September Assembly. It has often been in my heart, sometime I need to talk about the world of giving with God and how it works with God because most of the time when you hear people talk about giving, it's all because they're trying to fill up their pocket. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to say when it comes to God, we have to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And I know we could, I could pull out scriptures, but I'm just telling you how it really works. This is how it really works. Same thing when I went on that two-week tour with Ron White. I'm going. Walked into Leslie. She said, same thing. I'm going too. <laughs> well, where are we going to get the money? Again, within two weeks, we had the money. I think that's the way it is. So don't let money hold you back from serving the Lord. Just, just, just don't do it. Just don't. Just believe God. You got to just believe God. Okay, let's see. What else was I going to cover today? How much time do I have here? Okay. Frankspeech.com, I think, is putting out some incredibly important information right now. If you haven't been watching it, then sign up and and somehow go back and watch it. All right, now on to the next thing. This comes to us from express.co.uk. .co.uk, August 9, 2021. Headline, Chinese nuclear attack subs, quote, stalking Britain's new aircraft carrier across the Pacific. Chinese nuclear attack submarines have attempted to secretly shadow the Royal Navy aircraft carrier, the HMS Queen Elizabeth. As it sailed into the Pacific, it emerged today. But they were detected by anti-submarine sonar operators aboard the frigates protecting the carrier strike group. Two 7,000-ton Shang-class submarines, which are armed with cruise missiles, were located by the specialists in the operations room of the HMS Kent and HMS Richmond. As the carrier group left the South China Sea and moved into the Pacific Ocean. Now, hang on. Why am I reading this? As I said in yesterday's program... The audible voice said to me, the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. And the seven vials play over seven days. If you look at the first two seals, the first one is the white horse. He went out conquering to conquer. That means war. And when it says white horse, it's talking about one of God's angels. Second seal is the red horse. And there went out another one that was red. And powers given to him to pay, take peace from the earth, and to that they should kill one another. And to him was given a great sword. Both of those angels, the first seal and the second seal, which may not be taking place each one over one year period. In my opinion, they probably take place almost back to back. But both of them are talking about a big war. So if we want to know when the tribulation is getting close to starting, we can watch by how the nations are getting geared up for the next big war. So in that the Chinese are stalking Britain's aircraft carriers, 
that's probably telling us that we're getting close to a war. And the Chinese have built up their military. Everybody knows that. The Russians have built up their military even more. Putin is openly saying, we can take you out. We can track you. We can find you. We can stop you. We can defeat anybody on earth. He's basically saying that. And at the same time, well, how about America? Well, if it weren't for Trump and getting a bunch more money for our military, we would be in shambles. And I'm pretty sure that we're not up to a capability that like we need to be because Putin would not be so braggadocious in saying we can take you out if it weren't true. Who would say that? No one would say that. No leader of a nation would say I'm king on the hill if it's not true. And we already know from the prophecies that Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour. Well, okay, let's look at that. Russia, they don't like us. They're mad at us. They're mad at us over us calling them cheating in the 2016 election and also tweeting cheating in the 2020 election. They're mad at us for a number of reasons. Russia, Cuba. Well, Cuba's been our enemy for, what, 50 years. Then we look at the Central American nations, and that's where most of the people are coming from. They're crossing over into our nation at the south borders. Illegally. They're crossing illegally into our nation. Now, do you think that we're getting the correct information from our news sources that shows us these poor little women with all of these babies hanging off of their arm, struggling to get across the river, and there's an old man helping them, and he's overweight? Do you really believe that's the truth? I don't. I think a lot of them are military-age people. Why military-age? Because Those people coming over the border, many of them, if we knew the truth, are prepared to go to war. All they got to do is give them marching orders and guns and ammunition. They're ready to fight. In other words, they're pre-planting our enemies inside of our borders. So if we look at Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, And two of the countries in Mexico, they're mad at us. They hate us. They wanted their land back that they consider Texas and California and New Mexico, all their land. They wanted that back for, I don't know, several centuries. So to me, it seems like we're getting pretty close to the tribulation. That's my point. All right, now let's go back to the point that I started with. So what happened to the emergency alert system? I think that it is not in place, and that's probably why they had to run a test. Now, the question is, can they get it fixed? How are they going to get it fixed? And is that a prerequisite for the massive arrest? Because I hear from a lot of different sources that the massive arrests are gearing up. They're increasing. Of course, we know they've been going for on for three years, but they haven't been the big political names or the big Hollywood names to speak of that would make the news yet. In most cases, I'm calling all believers to bring your shofar and fast 48 hours and pray together September 6 to 8. We're declaring war against the devil and proclaiming victory throughout the land. Go to watchmanstrumpet.com and get signed up. Watchmanstrumpet.com for all the details. Order School of the Watchman Teachers Package. You get two, two foot by three foot, full color updated prophecy charts, my personal handwritten spiral ring notebook of the book of Revelation, five DVDs of the School of the Watchman, 
all valued at $325 for a gift of $200 at prophecyclub.com. School of the Watchman Teachers Package 2, two-foot by three-foot, full-color, updated prophecy charts, my personal handwritten book of Revelation, the five DVDs of the School of the Watchman, valued at $325 for a gift of $200 at prophecyclub.com. Pastors inviting me in to teach the School of the Watchman get the package free. 785-266-1112 for the invitation. Most people agree that the book of Daniel is the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. Tribulation Secrets in Daniel explains the parts of Daniel that us tribulation saints are going to need to know. It exposes the plans of the Antichrist, how to spot the Antichrist, his physical appearance, the sound of his voice, how he rises to power and takes over the world. One for twenty, but don't do that. We offer him in shrink wrap sets of ten. One for twenty, ten for thirty, and twenty for fifty at prophecyclub.com. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? But what is the most important thing in the world to tell a person? Well, after Accept Jesus, it is don't take the mark of the beast, because those taking the mark do not get soul death, but eternal torment in hell. But how do you tell them? Give them miss the mark. It is designed to be given to anyone, even if they're in another religion. They will never take the mark. It's thin and easy to read. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.